one and all, back to another edition of the Dot Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Marcus, and you are joining me live at the Dot Comedy Studios. I'm never alone. I'm with my boy, Joey LaFaro. Joe, say hello to me. Hello, mate. And this week, we are joined in the Dot Comedy Studios by our special guest this week. From CP MMA, Mr. Josh Peters. Welcome to the Dot Comedy Podcast. You can hear my hands go up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, oh, man. Joey, 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 it is going to be a fun week on the Dot Comedy Podcast. It is. First fun fun fact about this week. No Candice. Um, no Candace joining us this week. Uh, she is she is not feeling quite well, but we we send all our love and well but, wishes but, to her. But it's Titty Tuesday. It is Tata Tuesday. It's along with Taco Tuesday. It is probably my favorite Tuesday of the both month. ends. It was Steak it, Tuesday for me. <laughs> steak Tuesday. Yes. Well, it was what the hell a like, Chicken Tuesday for me. Did, did you eat anything special today? So we're all fucking up. Yeah, yeah, basically. That's bubble tea. Bubble tea. Yeah. Bubble sure. tea Tuesday. Yeah, I guess, yeah. That's a good segue uh, into your sponsor. <laughs> yes, it is smooth my balls. I can't do bubble tea. Why not? I don't want balls choking me when I'm trying to drink my tea. Well, if those balls are smooth like you would get with a smooth my balls. They're slimy. Turf Chopper 3.0. Can it shave slime? No. You just open your throat a little bit and relax. You'll find it goes a lot easier. Just open your throat and relax. It'll go down smooth. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just oh, like man. college. <laughs> Ooh, I'm sorry. That roofie. That's a bad college experience for you, sir. It was. Uh, but, Joey, this Falling week. bush light. Ugh, never again. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, man. So, would you get into anything this week, man? Anything happen to you? Uh, I attended a wedding. A wedding? Yes. Mazel tov. Congratulations. <laughs> it was not mine. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. For her, uh, my my girlfriend had to uh, was uh, was in the bridal party for a uh, for a Nigerian themed wedding. Uh oh. Um, so it was a little bit different. Um, a lot for bit different. One, I didn't see her, but for like five minutes, like the whole time I was there. Yeah, sounds like a good vacation. For two, <laughs> for two, like I drove to this place and I got there, and I had to walk in from like the overflow parking. So I didn't really know where I was supposed to go, but I saw a bunch of Africans. So I started walking towards them, and then I enter the parking lot for the for the hotel where they were having it. And on my left is a guy peeing between a dumpster and a U-Haul, and on my right is a security guard. And I'm like, is this a Tom and Jerry moment? Like, are they? Should I tell somebody? Do I let him go? It seemed like he was just trying to have have a. Was he dressed up at least? No, this guy. I don't think he was oh, affiliated. Damn, he came with unprepared, Ozo. I don't know if he was if he, what he was there for. <laughs> he, it looked like he had just like stopped from the side of the road to take a whiz. And where was it? This is Texas. This is at a, no. This was this was here. This was in uh, near Baltimore. Oh, that explains it. Okay. Know who you were in that moment? You were Ulysses Claw, the only white man around a whole bunch of Africans. <laughs> Was there a day? I, so I know you, it's a little maybe. <laughs> it's like the other end, but do they have anything like the equivalent of dancing the coffin out? What? You're like no. The Nigerian no. funerals, they like they, they like. Well, that, 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 that's usually uh, 
My game of Confucius. That's usually um, New Orleans know. funerals. <laughs> yeah. Plus, is there an <laughs> though, like, you know, did choose and get people on chairs and you try to get yes. the person dead as soon as they're married because the insurance card <laughs> has been signed? <laughs> but, I don't know what you're doing there. But, like, is there, an, is there like, any equivalent things in the wedding ceremony where people are, like, being thrown around or anything? Um, not that I noticed. There was um, – so I, I got in – through, I saw a bunch of Africans outside, so I went through the deck. Apparently, I wasn't supposed to. Uh-oh. Um, but I, the whole time, I'm like, I don't know if I'm in the right place. Look so, at this colonizer so making he, his own rules. <laughs> I, was, I was the lone <laughs> off-white guy in, in a sea of Africans where they're just, and, and like, not only that, but like, they're not sure if I'm supposed to be there, and I'm not sure. So everybody's looking at each other with suspicion. And so eventually I went and hid in the bathroom until I got, like, clarification from my girlfriend that there was a security table that I actually was supposed to go to. Uh, and then they, they put gave me a stamp. They gave me an X on my – no, actually, first they couldn't find my name. Oh. So we had to get her to come say, hey, he's my he's, – turns out – well, because for some stupid reason, the list of, like, guests was not alphabetical. Yeah. Uh. At least really? not if you're <laughs> not if you're the you were with someone in the bridal party. Oh, okay. Is this like you ain't getting here with them shoes on? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so I found out it was uh, uh, apparently um, it's a very popular thing to uh, wear sunglasses for no fucking reason. Inside, uh, yes, yes, inside. There's a that lot a, of that. <clears throat> that is an African thing. If yes. you ever see Muammar Gaddafi. In any pictures, yes. uh, he is ha- he has sunglasses on. Even when he was at the UN, that's like the glare of the rockets coming in. Yeah. Though. <laughs> he was even when he was sitting at you at the UN. He's wearing yeah. he's wearing sunglasses at at the UN, just Listen, looking around. The UVA, you know, lights. First of all, they're damaging to you know to, to you know, the retina and everything. And then second, he, I don't know what his sleep schedule is. He might have been like about the blue light filter or something. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it, it's so so you so you got in. And did you enjoy the ceremony? Because I've, 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 uh, I've learned I've, I've gone to one Nigerian wedding in my life. Oh, I only went to the reception. Oh, you only went to the reception? How's the food then? Uh, Jello rice? Yes. Uh-huh. See, come on, we can't like that's. See, every time someone brings up Nigerian cuisine, everybody just goes straight to the jollof rice. It's like it's obvious. <laughs> like the one. They so also, also they one. also had meat like, like what? goat. And beef. Yes. I can't tell you what particular dish because that's what they labeled it. It just said goat. Literally, they would. They were, and I had like like. She, so my girlfriend put me with some of her friends that she trusted to kind of usher me through this experience, uh-huh. and I did my best to entertain them. But we got into the line. She like I'm like, all right, just let me know what you guys think is spicy because that's the shit that I need to be a little bit careful about. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I'm like, I'm good. I can handle most things. Yeah. We get in there, we get in line, and like they're trying to like give me, tell me what stuff is, but they're just pointing, like telling me things I already know. It's like this is vegetables, this, <laughs> and the thing is like there's a label on it, but it just said beef. And like this is um beef, but they said to be careful because uh you know it could hurt your teeth, and I was like oh yeah I see the bones in it. No 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 no. no. What they don't tell you is that that meat has been cooked to death. Oh, it's like well beyond well done. Oh yeah. Oh. I mean, it, does, it like if you cook it, if you cook it in like a stew, yeah, then you get that well right? yeah, That's not like, what they did. It was, it was like flamethrower. It did some, like, uh, yeah, tough, it seemed tough. like it. I mean, it wasn't that. To be honest, it actually was surprisingly tender, given the fact it was dry-ish, mm-hmm. but it wasn't terrible. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, so I, I enjoyed it. It was good. It was a good thing. Um, they made an interesting choice to uh, 
like they they really went all out on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like they had they, there was a whole like make it rain dollars on them thing. Oh yeah, they had a, a sparkler shooting. They had oh. pyrotechnics. Oh, they had they had a DJ who didn't know how to operate a soundboard. Um, I think he wasn't they, DJ Marcus. No, he wasn't. <laughs> and their MC did not know how to use a microphone. Yes. Well, did he hold it backwards because he talked into the mic like this. Oh, oh my goodness! Was he preaching? <laughs> he might as well have been because there were so many yeah. sounds because he was talking directly in the mic. I'm like, how did you find these clowns? And he was one of the sunglasses people. Uh-huh. <laughs> also, a fun fact: uh, there's like um, guys will just show up in a like group outfit. Yes, which I didn't know. It's not like a tribal thing. It's just groups of guys decide to wear the same thing. Well, it's kind of tribal, like U Street Tribe. Were those the uh, groomsmen? No. There's just different like people at the wedding. There's just groups of guys. Like a fraternity? Not even. Like there's just different like like a group of smaller group of friends will just say, "Hey, we're gonna wear all blue things," and then. They'll all show up. Uh, guys, some guys will all show up wearing the same hat and, and suit. Did they combo. have dance offs though? Like they looked at each other across the room, like I if only. But I think that would have. <laughs> I think if they had their sunglasses and gold shoes, would have fallen off. Oh my goodness! Like a lot of gold shoes. There was a lot of like unnecessary Are there pictures. I do not have any pictures. Damn, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna harass it you. It is a. Uh, it is a. It's a sight to behold. I will say that. Um I enjoyed myself. I had fun with at the wedding I did go to, uh, but it's it's like Joey. If Joey had gone to the ceremony, I think his mind would have been more blown <laughs> than than just going to the reception. Yeah, because I went to the ceremony and the reception. Mm-hmm. The ceremony, for the most part, is a Nigerian pastor yelling at them that they're gonna be good now and they can go fuck all the time. So you get the blessing, like. Yeah. He shall layeth the dick. Lay, lay, yes, and, he, and he's telling and he's telling the wife, "Hey, if he wants it, give it to him." That, that, like she, he said Damn. it like five times. And Wait, I was what? Like, yeah, like that's, that's, juice? that's what they tell him. They, give the dick, give the dick, give, give the, the dick. Hey, bam. <laughs> yep. Just, he's like, if your husband comes home and he says he wants to have sex, you should be having sex with him. Oh. And I'm like, huh? Is it just the good old days? Yes. Does it? Hashtag them too. Yeah, <laughs> that's the YouTube move, not the Me Too. Yeah, pretty much. Oh <laughs> uh, man, but anything has happened with you this weekend, man? This week? Oh, since then? Since then? Other than then? Um, my scale betrayed me. It did. It? So I, I've, I've noticed I've been putting on a little bit of weight, but yes. I hadn't really decided I was gonna, in earnest, become like work on it. Okay. I, I said, you know, I, I got to get past the wedding. The wedding was my last hurdle. Because I'm like, right. I know I'm going to drink a lot. I know I'm going to eat a lot of whatever the hell they have. So I was like, I, once I get past the wedding weekend, I can I can begin this diet in earnest. Okay. So I like I had to get my starting point. I had to get on the scale, finally. Mm-hmm. And it's a smart scale. What they don't tell you is that it's a smart-ass scale. <laughs> and when I got on it, it had a readout. And then it said, are you sure it's you? This weight is different. <laughs> Sounds about right. That's like when you go to the truck scales and they're like, "Listen, motherfucker, you're gonna play. You're, you have more than four axles. <laughs> Gotta have more than four axles." Uh, okay, so what did, what did your final weight come out to, you, Joe? If you want to tell us, two hundred and thirty-four pounds. And you're so beautiful. 
He's still, he's still a svelte young man. He yes. Is. I carry my weight fairly well. Mm-hmm. I do too, occasionally. Some days I feel fatter than others. Um, but, Me too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But this week we got a chance to hang out, didn't we, Joey? Yes, we did. Yeah, this week we have the first annual Dot Comedy Adventure Park Excursion where we, where Joey and I, Took our, our assistant associate intern currently, little teeny Haley, to Six Flags. Which one? Uh, in PG? PG. And y'all lived? Oh, yeah. We, like, we got through. First yeah. of all, the fact that you survived that uh, six th- that, 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 that no, Not that Six Flags specifically. <laughs> yeah, that, that came out right. Um, <laughs> That that of itself should be like a Boy Scout badge. Like, oh, yeah. I survived Six Flags. My head didn't get pulled off in a ride or <laughs> ejected from a car seat or something. Six Flags Landover is uh, it's an experience. It's an ex- it is an experience. They were doing the vaccinations there um, earlier. That was like one of the mass sites. Yeah, that was so one of the sites. Pop, pop. You're good ride to ride. It's weird to me because like, I feel like they have the opposite experience of King's Dominion. <laughs> All the things that King's Dominion does well... They don't do well. Yes. And all the things they do well, King's Dominion doesn't do well. Mm-hmm. Like, they have actual branding. King's Dominion doesn't anymore. No. Really? Yeah. If you've been to King's Dominion, it's not Paramount anymore, so they have no characters. It's just generic everything. It's just, oh, ri- when did they get They rid- scrubbed all the, all the, all the, like, so all the movie title rides. Like, they used to have, like, an Italian job ride, and now it's just, like, this dumb roller coaster with tiny cars on it. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. It's like pizza? <laughs> Um, they had um. <laughs> when did this happen? They, Sorry, I missed a uh, meeting about this. I think lost, Paramount lost, sold uh, the yeah. sold the parks division. Yeah, no shit. A couple of years ago, no. so you have you have that, but then you but so the but the, but the actual rides are better. Mm-hmm. The actual rides yeah. work most of the time. Yes, and you know the employees don't hate their jobs as much. Whereas here they had you know tiny they had Tiny Tunes and Looney Tunes, mm-hmm. but then they had the Tiny Tunes and Looney Tunes. Versions of songs playing nonstop, oh and it's just like, yeah, like kill me now. Yes, and um, also the difference in PG when the rides don't work, they still let you ride them, and they're just gonna be like, hey, let's just see what <laughs> yeah. happens. Yeah, it, it, see, the thing about thing about um, Six Flags because we've gone to Six Flags and Kings of Men in the last decade. Me and Joey have yeah. um, going to Kings of Men. You you're expecting to go on rides and have it's a thrill park. Yeah. Six Flags for everyone who goes there is more the water park adventure than anything else. Oh, absolutely. It's a because I, everything else in the park breaks. I don't like, water, I'm too afraid of MRSA. I don't. Yes. You're, you're high, high, high possibility getting MRSA <laughs> or being burned out of your body by the high levels of chlorine that are in there. I mean, I smell that chlorine. Or both. Or just, you know, that's yes. kind of like you don't have to go to the gift shop. You have your souvenir, it's a hole in your leg. But... <laughs> But it's clean. It's a clean hole. Exactly. That's why the bathing suits are surprisingly cheap. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, 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 see, we got a chance to do something this time going to the amusement park that we've never done before, which is get drunk at the amusement park. They have like, alcohol there. They have alcohol really? they have in the park. Like, at the rides? Okay, you can be like, yo, I need a shot before I get on. I don't know. Not like on the rides, but it, there's several like, like bars the throughout the... Like the little community wherever the bar wherever the ride is. So I can get a turkey leg and like a lemon drop. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, they, they have the alcoholic slurpees. 
Yes, that's what we. That's what we. They have. A, they had a machine that actually will like give you a frozen rum and coke or a jacket coke. Use, just hit a button boop, and done. pull and pull the lever. Why am I thinking about that? On the, what was that Pixar movie about where everyone's fat and attached to chairs? <laughs> was uh, that Wally? A, Wally, yeah. Just hit her. <laughs> just like goes right in your mouth. Hey. That was the one I never saw. Never, never watch Wally. No, you like it. It's dystopia. Yeah, I mean, but listen, you know, it's fat dystopia. Yeah. It's so it's not. I mean, not, not, not how dystopian is it if everyone's well fed? Very true. That, so yeah, so how was Six Flags? Like, what? Anything happen? Well, no, nothing really happened. Uh, it couldn't happen because uh, our our intern it doesn't do amusement parks right. No. She does not right know. like or like what do you mean like she doesn't know like, like like all right here's the thing we went on the f- first ride we went on was that like tower of doom thing oh, where it just drops it? you we get to the bottom of the ride and then she gets off and starts screaming wait what as if like the sound barrier had been broken <laughs> and it caught up with her when she got to the ground <laughs> like yeah. delayed ptsd yes and then the rest of the day we had to go on safe rides yeah we like every time there was a roller coaster. It was like we couldn't get her to go on a boat, like on on just a little blo- boat flume ride. Is she of age? She at the age where she should be. Oh, she's ten. Oh, okay. oh I was going to say she's old things. enough to wear roller coasters. Should be a part of her life. Not really. And they weren't because no. because they're not. They're, okay, so her mother and I are not roller coaster people. We've gone to yeah. music parks together. We're not roller coaster people. So we just so knowing her. It's in her genetics not to be on any of those rides. My dad got nauseous going on this. Well, my dad got nauseous going on the Scooby Doo ride once. So yeah. I get it. <laughs> so, so it's not. It's, it's not built. She's not built for that yet. Uh, she'll probably like when her friends all go. Like because the, the the evolution of this is, I'm going to buy her a season pass. Mm-hmm. Like when she turns like 14, I just buy her a season pass every year. Take her and her friends. Drop their asses off there, and I'm and good leave. for the day. Yeah, that's and what I, Then you go to the bar. Then I'm like, good. Hey, or go to the bar. With I'm them. sober. It's time to go home. Yeah, pretty much. As soon as I sober up off that beach chair, you need to <laughs> save up for the, that, that. Those drinks were not cheap. No, they oh, weren't. How, was, how much did it cost for like, I don't know, rum slurpee? Seventeen bucks. Yeah. Per holy per shit, drink. did it come with per, a bottle of rum? No. No, we got nice and drunk though. It wasn't. It wasn't like we were. We well, felt. That's we got a pregame. Look, that, I'm sorry. Like, I hate to say the kids in the car, but like, listen. We're gonna sit in this parking lot for about half an hour first. Y'all better. That would have been the move. Told you that's what that's what they were doing. That's what people were doing before we went to the park. I said we should have done that, but we didn't come prepared. It was a midday trip, so we kind of were in a time crunch. They have a dispensary in there? No, not yet. For reference sake, Dan Snyder hadn't gotten his license. Yes. A really filthy Johnny Rockets. Oh, oh yeah. The Johnny Rockets in Georgetown. I went to American University. I remember it was like two thousand. Three or four, it actually got shut down for having a roach infestation. Ugh. That sounds about right. <laughs> well, not Georgetown. Georgetown. Uh, not Georgetown. Think, I would think it would have a better would have better sanitation than Georgetown. They didn't have good lawyers. No. <laughs> Probably not. Oh man, but we're gonna take a quick break, Joey. Uh-huh. We're gonna sit down and have a conversation mm, with the MMA terrible. king of College Park himself. <laughs> what, <laughs> Mr. Josh Peters? The hell's is that, going on now? Is that, is that the title I'm giving you? I'm giving. I'm giving. I'm gotta give you a title. Okay. The MMA King College Park. Okay, we'll go with that. Sounds like got- I, I also can get you a great deal on a '87 Pontiac. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But we can take a quick break, Joe, and come back and have a conversation. Then we're gonna get into some crazy shit going on in the world. But we'll be back with more fun and more thrills on the 
Not time to be podcast. Oh, you got plans. You got plans. Don't say that. I forgot. You got to talk about the shit. Oh, you said, that's like with that trail, the, the honest trailers. Yeah, I saw it. Thank God we don't have Henry LaPue. Bitch, you suck at this bitch. Sipping, sipping, sipping. What you doing? What you doing? Where you at? Where you at? Oh, you got plans. You got plans. Don't say that. Shut your trap. I'm sipping wine. Sip, sip. In a row. Trip, trip. I look too good. Look too good. To be alone. My house clean. <laughs> My pool warm. Just shake. Smooth like a newborn. We should be dancing, romancing in the east swing and the west wing of this this segment of that comedy podcast is brought to you by Smooth My Balls. That's right, the Turf Chopper 3.0. If you're looking for a product that you can leave the door open for, it's Smooth My Balls Turf Chopper 3.0. The That Comedy Podcast is a proud member of the Smooth My Balls family. Look at our Instagram, Twitter, or anywhere you find it. The Dot Comedy Podcast. You can find a link for 20% off the Smooth My Balls Turf Chopper 3.0. And we're back at the Dot Comedy Podcast. Joey LaFaro, DJ Marcus, Josh Peters here. <laughs> you gonna hold that up for the rest of the show, Josh? I'm just saying. At first, you can see this like against like a big Eastern European dude. <laughs> you know, we're gonna cause alarm on it. Okay, we're now going to save the Soviet trip. Smooth my balls. Smooth my balls. I think it's from it's, the Zhuhang province of China. Yeah. yeah. One hung low. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the toilet gets things done. I mean, turf chopper. I like. I'm looking at this. This says like these. Like, let's take a look at this thing real quick. I don't know how much of a sponsorship you're gonna have by the time I'm done. But like, Careful, it feels good at, in your hand. This, look at some of this, the teeth on this thing. Oh yeah. Like, yo, if your balls ain't that smooth, you gotta be careful about them. You know, clipping a little fold. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you gotta. You gonna catch, you're gonna catch a nip if yeah, you uh, if you don't tuck. Oh, nip yeah. the tip's gonna get on a hole in me. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you're not bat winging it, I don't think you understand the proper technique. Yeah, you gotta you gotta hold you gotta pull the bat wing across. Do you, so do you also have to put this out. Don't pray to me. Pray to my balls. <laughs> yeah, I like Jeez. to play danger music when I use it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, the man. Dead are smooth. <laughs> <laughs> you can see you're like, you're, it's like having a second forehead to have something to reflect on. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I also teach kids, by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh Peter, sir. We're welcoming. Uh, you right there? there? You got shaved go. too close. Yeah, shaved too close. So smooth my mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, Josh, you are a TA. Okay, what, what's the career? Coach. Coach. Um, adult daycare center organizer. <laughs> I mean, that's half of what I do. Okay. And you work for College Park MMA. I, no, I, I run college. I'm not just a member. I'm also the president. It, All right. It does throw me off that you yeah. don't refer to yourself as a sensei or something. Because oh, then like, I don't know what how to describe you to people. And I just start throwing co- like, like instructor words. At them. Yeah. I'm a coach, instructor. Um, I give poor life advice. <laughs> I mean, you know, when you're 43 and you just have your first house. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what you... 
like you start saying sensing it's, it that seems to keep a lot of responsibility that I still think I need to be a look closer to the other half of my life to kind of accept. Okay. You know, a sensei is like, I'm like, Mr. Miyagi, I'm going to have you cleaning my cars and shit and like, have some <laughs> child labor. Uh, I, I keep waiting for that day. I know one of these days I'm going to come in to work out and it's going to be all like surprising. joy son. Task, task-ish workouts. First, uh, you'll shave the balls. <laughs> oh, no. Wax on them. Balls off. <laughs> oh, man. But so you are the owner. Yes, college park. Yes, that, that's my my that's my baby. That's your baby. All right. Yeah. How long you been uh, working in MMA? Working in the martial arts. Um. Before? Well, professionally since about two thousand six. Okay. Um, as my only full time job for six years now. Okay. All right. So have you have, are you have you done MMA professionally? Or are you? Um, are you? Well, okay. No, no. You, can't, you can't see your ears right now. I can't because of the headphones. Currently, I did. I saw earlier. <laughs> Were you a professional MMA fighter at some point in time? I I don't know personally. Maybe Joey can help me. I don't know. Joey did, was he a professional MMA fighter at some point in time? I was waiting for the question. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let him answer that question. All right. Are you ready for this world? <laughs> um, yeah, actually, um, I fought professionally twice in um, MMA. I had 12 amateur um, MMA bouts about, I think it was about 15, 16 um, amateur Muay Thai kickboxing and Santa fights, a ton of Taekwondo fights, well over 500 um, jiu-jitsu matches. Okay. And I don't know, I, got, I started martial arts in the 80s and I just kind of kept at it. Okay. And then, you know, I got punched in the head enough that I graduated high school and even ended up with a college degree. <laughs> There you go. There you go. American University. Is how, they, is how they did it back then? I kind of. I, I feel like, you know, I also came from the generation that, like, I came home every week from school with a bloody nose from playing dodgeball. Like, we even had this version. It was, I think it was to prepare some people to get shot by gang members. We had to stand on the back of, like, the brick wall. Mm-hmm. And you could only duck, jump, or move side to side. But you had to have your back against one. You got beamed in the head. So, like... You know, those rubber balls, when they're really inflated, are kind of tough, and they hit yeah. you in the head, and your head also has nowhere to go against it's the bricks. It's a brick wall. Yeah, it's, it, you know, it builds character and probably damage also. And, you know, <laughs> some sleepless nights and a little bit of numbness that's in my right arm. But, you know, I'm going to say I had a good childhood also as a segue from that. Hey, I understand completely. I used to go through that myself. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a special kind of way of learning things. Yeah, so, but yeah, so I've been involved in that. Um, It's what got me to becoming a school teacher, and then... Brought me back full circle to um, to martial arts, and oh. now I do that. And I, I basically like I make a living rolling around with a lot of sweaty dudes, and they try to choke me, and their crotches are flying all over the place. Uh-huh. You you not know who part. you know who has you know smoothed their balls or not <laughs> uh, for twenty percent off. You can make your experience and that of your partners a lot. More pleasurable. There you go. See, I like, oh, I like has it gotten better since I started using that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I don't have to sweep up so much. <laughs> oh man. So, so do you do you like working with the public? Because it seems like you do. Yeah, I, I mean, I've I've always it was interesting. I I kind of knew internally I wanted to do something in martial arts before I even like saw that as a professional advocation for myself and it's what initially led me to becoming a school teacher. Okay. And you know I I the 
best thing for me about coaching, and, and just by the way, I actually am 43, even though I sound like I'm on the other end of puberty, um, is you get to watch people develop and sort of come to a better understanding of themselves. Yeah. And that, you know, for most people don't walk in, like at least my gym or most other gyms wanting to go like, you know, get locked in a cage with another human being and see what happens. Mm. They, they, they want to work out that's not just pushing weights around and, you know, doesn't seem to have an application towards it. And, you know, say you never want to fight. You never want, you like, you don't want to get into a physical conflict. One, it's just nice knowing that you can't handle yourself. And it's it presents a challenge or a puzzle to solve that's ever evolving and changing. So you're not just like doing the same movements. Even if you do the same movements, you have to find different ways of applying those moves and different you know ways to modify it for this, whatever scenario you happen to be in. Okay. Oh man, see, I'm learning things, and I and I think uh, 2025. 2025 will be the year I bring myself into. Uh, it might be 2021 by the end of this podcast. It, it is possible. We have a camera here, and there's a lot of websites you can make some decent money on with us. <laughs> Only feet. Everything okay, Joey? Uh, no, our feet went down. So of I'm course. Right. So we'll keep going. If I get quiet, that's why. Yeah, I see. When I see you're quiet, and you're, you're clicking away over there. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, he's fixing some shit. Uh, but yeah, man, it's. Uh, I've never been. I've never been a big MMA guy. Yeah. I've always just thought of those guys because I wrestled when I was yeah. in high school. I wrestled in high school, and I was I was previously a the uh, engineer for a uh, battle earth. What is it called? Was it? Event? Ba- no, for a uh, battle sports podcast. Oh, okay. Uh, it is the Fighters Block podcast. Okay. Jesse Reeves and Joe Gilpin. Yeah, they're friends of ours. I know Jesse Reeves. You know Jesse? Yeah. Really. Is that how small... you met him, Joey? Jesse's in uh, in one of our f- co-Facebook groups, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. That I'm posting the show back to right now. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> okay. All right, cool. So, so small yeah. world, yeah. Yeah, it is a small world. And and that's where – so I got my, a lot of my knowledge of MMA from yeah. working with those guys. And I'm like, is this a world of crazy people? Is it? Is it – is it just crazy people to do this? Because I I can't see myself just well, fighting people for for anyone who gets into martial arts is somewhat damaged. Okay, I'm gonna leave that completely out there. There's not even the most passive soccer mom <laughs> is gonna be somewhat damaged, whether it's from day drinking or a past abusive relationship or whatever else is haunting them. Why does it sound like someone is specific that I know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean. Because it is a little crazy to go, oh, I'm going to go in a room with a bunch of savages and they're going to try to break me and strangle me. Now, <laughs> to a very small part of the population, that might be their kink. But to most other people, it's something they tend to avoid. Mm-hmm. But there is a, uh, I think, well, shit, I don't really know, but I'll speak for myself. What you do get is a couple hours of honesty in your day. That okay. You you know kind of, you wrestled right yeah so you probably lost matches that you know the ref botched it right they got a bad call oh, you yeah. should have your hand and it's had both ways but you know and that other guy know at the end of the day exactly what happened yeah there's this real moment of truth and that's very hard to come by especially as you become an adult right mm-hmm. things get real murky so you have these hour or two or you have these people you're gonna try to rip each other apart and whatever. And you have a very honest conversation. And that's something that's 
becomes very refreshing as you know you get a little bit older. Okay. See, and I, I hopefully like, not a medical bill. Hey, hey, I hope so. Yeah. See, I like I like that explanation of it because it, it it is true. You you in that when you're in that in the trenches with someone yeah. else, you ha- there is an honesty to that. Yeah, the it, friendship that even builds. Oh yeah, you build you build a lot of friendship because like I find like it's crazy when 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 we say friendship and you look at boxers. Yeah. Who fought for years against each other and find out oh yeah. They were giving each other money when they were broke. They, yep. were, they were helping each other out. They were paying for uh, rent for their houses. Everything else. Well, was my like, ties that we don't fight each other. We have no way to elevate our lifestyle, so we depend on each other in order to go to the heights that we want to achieve. <laughs> that is about right. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but but Josh, so so where can people find uh, College Park MMA? So you can find us in a couple different places. Right. Um, we are on Instagram. We are on YouTube. We even have a physical location at 11890 Old Baltimore Pike, Beltsville, Maryland, right near the Parkside Deli, which um, they're also pretty good. And they're, um, they Although they do close by like 4 o'clock, but they're open at like 5 a.m. in the morning. Oh, okay. Um, so that, that's there. We're on YouTube. Um, though on YouTube is by a very old school name. It's Capital Punishment MMA. Okay. Which, um, But yeah, you can come by. We're, we're friendly. All right. Hey, yeah, man. we've been tested. And if you really don't like things that I say, come come fight me. Just exactly, fight me. exactly. <laughs> I'm saying right now, come fight me. Yeah, I and mean, when here's the funny thing: like you come in, and I've had a couple people with some of my own fighters. I, I had one guy um, actually challenged Pianchi a couple years ago, who had absolutely no experience. Pianchi is one of my pro fight. Damn, do I have to, how far down my throat is this supposed to go? It's just right in front of your lips. Okay, that's it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, one of these guys came in and challenged one of my pro fighters, and you can kind of guess exactly how that went. Oh, okay. He beat the brakes <laughs> off of him. And they shook hands at the end, and that was it. Yeah. Um, that thankfully, that is not most of the interactions. I'm not. Yeah, I don't like violence per se as a mm-hmm. thing. I just think you, you know, a someone. You can't call someone peaceful who's not capable of violence. What are we hearing? <laughs> Everything all right? Children. Uh, children. You know, whatever. No! But, you know, you can't call someone peaceful who's not capable of violence. But no! people, yeah, we'll wait on this. What the hell's going on? It sounds like a dis- domestic disturbance, but I'm pretty this sure the, he's in there by himself. This is the fucking... Damn. Downside of living with people. Yeah, people. But so, yeah, but you know, problem. Yeah. Th- our audience can't hear that. Yeah. So, for those of you who are wondering at home, and the <laughs> millions of viewers around the world who have tuned in, we're hearing some just some random shit coming from a room, and it sounds like kids bickering, or maybe they need to get smacked up a little bit, or we don't really have no idea, and we apologize you can't hear this. Um, Sounds like BDSM SM going on behind yeah. me. BDSM ASMR. <laughs> Let's figure that one out. With Muppets. With Muppets. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, Kirby. <laughs> oh, Kirby. man. But Where you know, but, but, oh, no. <laughs> I sound like that sometimes. But, um, okay. Oh, man. But it is good. It's definitely a pleasure to have you with us this week, Josh. Well, uh, I've been a long time, you know, long time fan, first time caller. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Marcus. Yes, Joey. Who would Josh be at the Dot Comedy Cookout? Josh would be. And what would he bring? I forgot we had to add that. It's the okay. new. This is fascinating. Hmm. Uh-oh. Hmm. I've never seen him think this long about this. 
Josh should be that uncle <laughs> that would that always says, "I could take him." <laughs> when all the young kids come up and come up and like, "Hey, yo, you, I heard you used to wrestle back in the day. <laughs> I can kick your ass." That'd be Josh, <laughs> just just sitting there in the background. I'm like, I can kick all the ass. I don't know why they would. Are we talking about the children or am I talking about other adults? Children. Oh yeah. I mean, when the children the come up, the children get the ass with <laughs> So, I'm equal opportunity. He would bring alcohol. Okay. I have a feeling Josh would bring alcohol to, to the uh, Dot Comedy Cookout. Okay. Uh, how, you, how do you feel, Joe? Do you, how do you feel about the, that, uh, that assessment? That assessment. That's, uh, that sounds relatively accurate. <laughs> I'm curious what kind of alcohol, mm-hmm. but I, 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 I have trouble placing that. I should I should know better. If anyone should should, should, should know him. guess, that yeah. should be me. But as intimate as we have been, <laughs> and you still have to guess. Yes, I'm sweating on your mouth. I'm actually disappointed. <laughs> I've bled. I've bled it. I've me. drooled blood onto your arm. Yeah, I mean, there's some women I haven't exchanged that many fluids with. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> yeah, I'll take that to a deep fun. dark place. <laughs> Long as y'all having fun over there, I. Uh, you know, there's a really funny description. You know, I don't know if you guys know who Leota Machida is. Um, he was a karate-based fighter who was in the. He was very good. He was UFC champion before John Jones took his head off. Um, <laughs> and this guy Dan Henderson, who is a very famous fighter, who's kind of would lurch around. And one of my favorite fight descriptions: someone said it looked like someone's local drunk uncle fighting the local karate instructor. <laughs> <laughs> and it really was like if you close your eyes and just give yourself 30 seconds to imagine that that was that because Henderson would lure, he had a rocket of a right hand so he just kind of lurch around and launch that and Leona Machida's like bouncing around and you can hear you're the best around in the background <laughs> that's kind of how that fight went wow that, that, would, that would be an interesting fight to see oh man but Joe we're going to take a quick break man what's going, right. on? what's going on in the world dude uh, the uh, Jonas Brothers are talking smack at the Hemsworth Brothers. Oh, uh, can't do that with Thor. The Olympics started. Yes, they did. And uh, and one one Olympian's uh, night is over. Well, we got to see about who oh. that is. And then uh, stay tuned. <laughs> and then uh, a judge made some strange orders to Dr. Dre. Yeah, we got to get it. Strange, receiving. strange, strange ain't the damn the, word. The, that was like. That was like Malcolm X goes. That, we didn't land on that judge. That judge landed on me. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll be back with that more on the Dot Comedy Podcast. This segment of Dr. Army Podcast is brought to you by... You know what? I don't know this week, Joey. I don't even know. Uh, we don't. We only have one fucking sponsor. The, other the letter B for balls. Yeah, another sponsor. We do? Yeah. Which one? Okay, that doesn't be shit. Atomic. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Atomic Music. In Beltsville, Maryland. Oh, that's cool. Atomic Music is our provider for the Dot Comedy Podcast equipment. 
and much, much more. That just came out so we can't hear, but they can still hear. <laughs> so we're gonna think. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Let's hope that doesn't happen again. That was worse than happen. I like how he dropped the one piece of equipment we didn't get from Atomic during the Atomic read. Now I can hear. Oh. <laughs> I'm the only one that fell out. Oh. Everyone, everyone else's, everyone else's headphones stayed there. There's that one time in the gangbang where like one person slips out. <laughs> just... Yes, Atomic Music, where the Dot Comedy Podcast gets all their equipment. Atomic Music, Beltsville, Maryland. Over from 12 to 5, Sunday, 12 to 6, Monday through Saturday. Visit them if you want to start your own podcast. You can do shit like this. Yes. At your home. Oh, man. Oh, man. Joey, that is annoying as hell what just happened. I need to fix that ASAP. Uh, yeah. I, work, I work on a couple things. I got I got to remodel the studio. The studio is uh, is evolving. Is it? Uh, it's becoming an in person. It's becoming more than just me and you sitting in this room. So yes. since, since that's happening, uh, I have to make sure that certain things are in place <laughs> so that so that things like that some, don't of, some of the stuff we thought would work uh it doesn't work as well in practice is what yes, you're telling me yes very, okay very very true we're learning from our mistakes <laughs> but we will we will get there because you know what we got joey what do we got we got high hopes and great aspirations yeah. is that uh, what uh lebron james had when he made space jam 2 no he got a paycheck lebron had a check yeah. and, and like just <laughs> just like josh did lebron got a check for that uh that was a trash experiment uh, of mass proportions, um, the movie as as I stated. Okay, we had a viewing party after Six Flags. It feeds into my to our our ongoing complicated relationship with Warner Brothers. Yes, we have the worst uh, Warner Brothers. If you're listening, we are looking for sponsorship on a major national world level. Warner Brothers likes to give us shit for our uh, playing of music during our episodes. Yes. And uh, and then we went to, but we still we still Warner Brothers. We still went to your park, and we still watched your movie. <laughs> we had a Warner Brothers day. Dot comedy had a whole Warner still, Brothers day. We still were patrons, even though you decide to fight with us for no reason in North Korea and Iraq. I don't know exactly. why. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't you think only, they're watching there, are they? Like Canada? we're only banned in North Korea and Iraq and like North Korea, Iraq, Syria, Syria and Cuba. See, now, Cuba's interesting because we are having, like, you know, the uprising there. I mean, we had the Arab Spring. Now we're going to have the Mojito Spring. Um, <laughs> I don't know why Warner Brothers wields so much power in, uh, in, in those countries. Those countries. Uh, what did Fidel Castro think about, like, they are not going to be banned? Uh, that's not the right accent. That's <laughs> I mean, Warner Brothers doesn't want us to play, play music on our episodes. No, they don't. Um, but they don't. But unfortunately, they only have the power to enforce that in those countries. <laughs> Isn't that hysterical? They don't have the power to enforce that, like in the com- in like the country they're based in. We're gonna say, you know what? We're gonna fuck with them in Cuba and North Korea. Like, so all those poor bastards in like the labor camps are like, fuck, we can't get the top com- comedy band. And they get it. It's just partially <laughs> muted. It's just partially muted. Partially. Only where their music plays. What's a partial mute like? I don't know. Yeah, can you imagine that? Like, if you go to Gallaudet that University, well, that's <laughs> deafness. But like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't know why that one hurt a little bit. <laughs> you go to Gallaudet that, and just like, yeah, I know. I'm hey, listening. Ow. We need a sign language person that stands there in front of the camera on the front. Actually, hey, you can put them on the nice. monitor. Have to, no. That could be our, our monitor person. That'd be hilarious. Here. I can't uh, see that going well. 
No. That person's going to quit within two weeks. Yeah. Trying to talk, uh, ha- sign everybody's words all all at the same time. Oh, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but, we, jo- but despite Joey- that, despite all that, we went to their theme park and mm-hmm. spent an exorbitant amount of money on their shitty food and drinks. And then we came back and watched their shitty movie. Space Jam, A New Legacy. Right. Okay. The same old legacy. It's just a rehashed version of the legacy. I have to because Joey has been venting how this has hurt him on a spiritual level mm-hmm. for like a week. All right. And I'm going to go, not only did you go to to the theme park, but they had the good decency to, you know, you shave your balls, the mansca- <laughs> landscaping lawnmower, just so they wouldn't clog up all the water rides there. Yeah, we did. So I want you to know, Warner Brothers, they have gone above and beyond... <laughs> What most of your population would ever think to do. <laughs> that is very true, John. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Trying to help out. I want to see this podcast succeed. <laughs> this I just shut my mic off. <laughs> the thing is, um, and especially after like the only other movie I was looking forward to this summer was was Snake Eyes, which came out this weekend. I have not seen it yet, mm-hmm. but the early looks are not good. Oh, there's no, there's beyond that good. Like that's like saying that, like you know, I don't know. One of the characters from the Goonies didn't look quite good from afar, and then you got real close, and you're like, ooh. <laughs> my my girlfriend <laughs> won't let me not see it though, because she's she wants she likes action movies. She wants she's like, look, I saw the preview. I'm gonna see it. So like, I can see without you, or like, all right, fine. We, like, I won't I, tell you to break the law and sneak into it after seeing a real movie, but. Bring it to us. But there's no other movies to see right now. That's sure. the thing. I feel like we came out of quarantine and it's been such like we've been so thirsty for content that will that like things are. Have you defeated Pornhub yet? Yeah. Oh then yeah. yeah I've yeah, gotten yeah. the page. You gotta go see it then. I've gotten to page 974. Seriously, are the grandma shit and the midgets though? <laughs> so that's all I got. The grandma left. midgets. Old, old midgets. I yeah. Feel like the only people who are really <laughs> affected is the people who think critically. Are are like being neglected by these films because like the only way you can get through them because there's been like five of them. What uh, Fast Nine, mm-hmm. which we kind of knew going in because yeah. you knew what you, you, know were, what you were getting. getting, getting you know, Tomorrow War. Well, this got quiet. Space Air, Jam: Air New Legacy. <laughs> and now I'm assuming Snake Eyes will be similar. Mm-hmm. And even to an extent, the movie a movie I really liked, which was. Um, uh, the the hitman's bodyguard's wife. Okay. That was fun. That was I enjoyed fun. that. That was fun. That one and that, the one reason I will give that the, I I'm the kind of person who like I'm I just it's a hard time for me to turn off my what why would you do that like <laughs> I I can't like I have that like I just like a hard time turning off my critical thinking and I can suspend my disbelief for some things or if I just see what the movie's leaning into like that movie. It just was an excuse to put to put um, Ryan Reynolds in and have um, Samuel L. Jackson stare at him motherfuckerly. That was the whole. Yes. Like, there wasn't really a plot. Like that was just the. It that didn't was need a, to be a plot. It was like yeah, they knew what they scenes. were doing. Yeah. yeah, they were very comfortable being schlock. I think we're gonna we're gonna have these two, and then um, uh, uh, Selma so Hayek yeah, is yeah. gonna steal the movie. Yeah. Um, but that one was leaning into that. Like, uh, go see it tomorrow, War, and it's like. It wasn't. It took itself too seriously to be good in that way to me. Really? Yes. But, no. He is a hundred percent. The problem was like, I watched Tomorrow War and at first, I I was like, okay, that was entertaining. Then 
like 30 seconds later, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, my brain just is like, no, no, no. Your brain no. caught up. The whole, like, you know, like take Armageddon. It was a terrible guy. As soon as you think about something. Exactly. Armageddon was like, it was, it was so terrible. This was like, the whole premise of this whole movie was so flawed that we know more in the past to defeat something in the future, then why didn't we do it the first fucking time? I, I don't get me started. Like <laughs> we went down this road. The the well, ri- neither one of you paid attention to uh, uh, Avengers Endgame. If you don't understand time travel the way I do, see, I understand tra- time. Uh, travel. We need to take an edible, and we're gonna be back in like thirty <laughs> minutes, and then I need to hear this explanation. <laughs> see the time. See the thing is, there were branch realities at this point in time. Now, what should have happened in Tomorrow War is the the people who came back should all just disappeared. So tomorrow is a yesterday. What? You should have feared then. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. That's, it. That's just added. Yes, that's true. This is that thing when you start talking in circles so that I can't catch the tail of the dog. Like that's the... <laughs> Like Splinter running after his tail. Yeah, the that, that, that's the only way to survive the the critical thinking trap. No, yeah. if you think about it, if those kids, if those kids that came back, the way the movie was explained, those kids that came back had disappeared. Like right after he got the serum back, like just all of a sudden he was. We're talking about tomorrow. War. Tomorrow. War. Okay, I got confused. When he comes back, when he comes back in time, he's back there and he's holding the syringe of the uh, serum. That serum was completely irrelevant to the plot of the movie. No, it wasn't. Because it, it, solves, it solves the problem. They ended up kept blowing up the spaceship, which is what they should have done in the first place. Well, they should have done that no matter what. I agree completely. I'm they they needed to not go to the future at all. Because all they needed to do was find the spaceship, blow it up. End of movie. The only reason that that but queen... But then you have a movie. The only reason that, they, that queen it, got out and Chris Pratt had to fist yeah. fight it... <laughs> which was stupid. <laughs> and then it turned out that the serum was just acid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, basically. <laughs> was... Was because they didn't just blow the ship up in the first place, which they ended up doing anyway. After they woke the aliens up by giving them the toxin, but the only thing oh that had one good thing going for it. I actually did like the dog alien things in it. I, I, I thought it was an interesting design. I thought it was an interesting design until they had the exact same scene to capture the queen as was in Starship Troopers to capture the brain bug. And without sticking it in the thing and doing the, and no Doogie Hauser, so it yeah. sucks. Well, they didn't jab it in the in the creature's vagina in uh, Tomorrow War. <laughs> so then we are going to explore the alien vagina. <laughs> they did chain it up and then give it an <laughs> enema. So right. same one thing. end or the other. <laughs> it just was. It just seemed like they were just like, "Hey, we're gonna make." I'm just like, really, who looked at that script and thought this is the one that Joey, we're gonna throw money? Joey, at? so it seriously had. A pitch meeting for like Sharknado and Velocipaster. Like these are things that had like legit boardroom meetings. And so I was like, and twelve sequels. But I feel yeah, like those yeah. ones, those ones, you like go in like, no, we're making a bad movie. Like yeah. the only way to make this is as a terrible movie, and you're going to see it because it's going to be terrible. That was now. Now we could be like Inception. Did we make? Tomorrow War, knowing that it's bad, but not knowing. Like, no, because, like a, because when you do that, you, you have winks. Like, 
Fast Fast Nine was a bad movie, but they winked at you because they knew what they were doing. Okay, like, like they would. I didn't see it. So they I... would do something ridiculous, and then they would turn to each other and go, "That was ridiculous, right?" <laughs> like, yes, it was. I don't know why they're paying us to do this, <laughs> but I like money. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Tyrese need another check. Ted, because he's sure as hell not making any more music. <laughs> Well, well, he put out a new he, album. Well, you know, when? he has a new album out. In the last two years, he put he's gonna out. make he's gonna make uh, a, a <laughs> make the the Fast Eleven soundtrack, uh, of, which is gonna be the musical version. Oh. They've only got two left. They're gonna be the gonna be the all female cast one, mm-hmm. and then they're gonna do the the musical one. And Vin Diesel's gonna feature on the Tyrese track. Uh, there's only family because that's the only way to end the whole thing to make no they could just all die of cancer hey Roman hey Roman yeah we family right and then all of a sudden we our family starts playing and then Tyrese comes down and with a with a a wig on and and Ludacris comes out the back dressed like a freaking uh, Chiquita banana and everybody just goes home all happy yeah, that's that'll be okay. fast twenty nine. I'll watch that. I'll, 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 I will boot like that to watch that last twenty seconds. Does Ludacris go peanut butter jelly time? Peanut butter jelly. Watch him. Peanut butter jelly. Peanut butter jelly. The baseball bat. Uh, but Space Jam. But Space Jam. Um, like like I told you when we after we watched it, we did have that screening on a uh, right after the Die Comedy Six Flags excursion. Um, it was. The movie was made for us because there's a lot of nostalgia in it. Now we're saying us. We're talking about black actors or like who are we talking about? <laughs> um, Jim, millennials. Millennials. It, it was, was made, made. It was made for millennials to have nostalgia of the old movie and their childhood because everything that keeps popping up throughout the movie. Well, also, oh, also like people were like I saw because before I saw it, I kept seeing these posts people saying oh this isn't for your 30 year old jaded ass for kids stop judging it da, 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 da. and I'm like they made Game of Thrones references what kids know What they made Casablanca references you don't know what some <laughs> of these kids have seen <laughs> you know, listen when kindergarten rolls around and you've got to smoke a cigarette and have a shot of scotch first like Bitch, gonna make me do my alphabet. <laughs> no, they'll put on glory. Like, I, <laughs> a glory yeah. reference, I would have made more sense. Yeah. If it was a movie that had been in school, I would have made more sense. But it's like, these are clearly just Warner Brother properties. properties. It was a two hour commercial. Yes. And then they had, you know, LeBron with that whole. And then they, then his son rips off NBA Jam <laughs> and acts like we wouldn't notice. <laughs> Like it's directly, like it's obviously they're playing NBA Jam and instead of leaning in, with, uh, but that's not a Warner Brothers property, so we're not going to lean into that nostalgia. So it's selective nostalgia. But did they advertise smooth my balls? They did not. In the middle, so like you know, you do have Pepe Le Pew. He probably needs to do a little manscaping. He wasn't like, in the movie. And they, so, yeah, they got rid of him. You yeah. know, they could do they could do it on on Bugs now because Bugs oh. Bugs was three D and he actually had fur. <laughs> So Bugs Bunny, if you're if or whatever, if you're watching, you can smooth your balls. You can smooth your bunny. Your bunny balls. Bunny. Oh, that should have been our title this week. Smooth your bunny. Smooth your bunny. <laughs> oh man. So so with that with with that being said, like I said, it was it was made for millennials. So you're saying I shouldn't see this. No. You should okay. don't worry about watching. But it was written for Gen Zers. 
So like all the jokes that they made and all the and all the character development that was done, it was done in their mindset. What character development? Yeah, and what are you developing like Samuel what was Sam the guy with the guns and shit? Or or like Yosemite Sam. Yosemite <laughs> Sam or like or a shark doo 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 doo. I heard that was in that. The one thing that didn't make sense was the whole, the, like the well, the actual premise of the movie, which is Don, <laughs> Cheadle, Don Cheadle's character. First of all, his name's Al G. Rhythm. So why he doesn't oh, want to kill himself, I don't know. <laughs> that off the bat was weird. Uh, Al G. Rhythm. And then he's supposed to be an AI, but he they call him an algorithm. Those two things aren't the same thing. But sure, why not? We don't know how computers work. I'll pretend I don't know how computers work. So I go in with that. Well, they and, got John, Don Cheadle because Don Cheadle took the role from Terrence Howard once again. I don't know what problem. It was supposed to be Terrence Howard. I don't and know the who the hell this person is. Like, I'm going to imagine the guy um, who's now, he also does like some of the commentating for the UFC, but he sucks at it. He did basketball or something. He said he wanted to fight Joe Rogan. What? Um, oh, okay. Shit, I'll have to look it up. Okay. <laughs> but uh, but Don, Don Cheadle is uh, the current... Uh, Rhodey Rhodes in Iron Man. You know who John T- John Cheadle is. I look. I am. Hor- if you show me pictures, yeah, of people and shit, I am. It. I'm really. I'm probably sure. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, you've seen Iron Man, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. So the the black guy. Iron Man's oh, okay, black. yeah, yeah, okay. Iron Man's black. Friend. Yeah, but <laughs> in the in the second one movie on. In the second okay, movie, okay, okay, okay. The light skin one in the first movie is uh. It's Terrence Howard. It's Terrence Howard. So, um. Anyway, I, I the the. I didn't. So he wanted to capture. First, he wants he wants to whatever the Warner three thousand thing was, which is let's just make Pixar movies out of every Warner Brothers property. It seemed like, and then he's like, "Well, I want LeBron to be part of my thing. I've decided LeBron's going to be the thing." And then LeBron's like, "I I don't really want to do this. It seems stupid. I got basketball to do." And then he's like, "How dare you, LeBron?" And then he tricks him into going into this this server, the serververse. And oh man, this is some shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but the whole premise is like, then he's like, then he so this is a shitty, shitty version of Tron. They're gonna, yeah, some it was, it was Tron with basketball, and Tron balls, Tron balls. And if it was in Tron, you wouldn't need to smooth, smooth your balls, <laughs> so they'd be super smooth. So <laughs> if LeBron, so he decides to play him in a game of basketball for it, but the game of basketball is his son's video game. And then he manipulates his son away from his dad to make him play against his dad. And, like, they have to, like... Uh, but he, like, creates his team out of NBA players mixed with animals. No space. And, <laughs> no like, space and no jamming. Yeah, it's... No, it, no space. So, it basically, he's like, LeBron has to play NBA so Jam. How is Space Jam? It's not. There's no space involved. It, it could have been Cyber Space Jam. Cyber Jam? Yes. Cyber Jam. Cyber Jam. They really uh, brought to you by Smuckers. That's the best question. I, where's the space in this jam? Yeah. The biggest, the biggest travesty of the whole thing. Quad City DJs was nowhere to be found. DJ. And if you don't have, if you don't have Quad City DJs, how do you have Space Jam? The first, if nothing else, you could say about the first Space Jam. They had the Monstars that like held from up. The... They had the goons. The goons. No, they squad. were the, the Monstars were in it. Like in the background, as yeah, like they play background. So players. is this like Fortnite, where there's everything becomes a character? Yes, that's stupid. It was really stupid. Yo, Warner Brothers, y'all fucked up. How do you you have this and you just don't use it? Yo. Uh, uh, uh. 
They don't own it. Ha! That's why. Buy it. You fucking got money. They, they don't own the rights to, uh... <laughs> That's hilarious. You know what? I'm officially... This is me washing my hands of Warner Brothers. I'm done with you. You done with Warner Brothers? I'm done with you. I'm done with your DC movie bullshit. I'm done with the Snyderverse. I'm done with all your HBO crap because the last six movies you've put on at HBO Max have been hot garbage. You're done with the WWWWWWB. Go take your frog and go home. Yeah, yeah. But, okay. So that was trash movie. It was a trash movie, Joey. I get that. I'm just, when's the next good movie coming out? I'm worried now. Uh, it's been it's been Black Widow was okay. Tell her I said congrats to be out in twenty forty seven. <laughs> so I guess they're waiting. It will whenever we find an actual lesbian to rewrite it to make sure that we're <laughs> that we're uh Me Too and uh in the LGBTQ and, and we're, compliant. We're, we're, we're cancel culture compliant. <laughs> no, I would just cancel this bullshit. All of that. I want to find uh, a picture of this fucker I wanted to show you. Like, Alright, so what else is going on, Joey? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get uh, these trending topics. So, trending topics, trending topics. They, Jimmy Fallon had the Jonas Brothers on to talk about their Olympic Dream special on NBC, and during this interview, um, they uh, they said they were gonna take the note from all these YouTubers that were having boxing matches and have a big UFC match. Okay. And, Let's end over on this. And they said that they uh, they joked, they tossed out that it's going to be us versus the Hemsworth brothers. How many Jonas brothers are there? I thought it was like six Jonas brothers. Isn't that like no. a gang? I think there's like there's three. Are we talking about like, like there's brothers. there's Nick, Kevin, and Joe. So they could be like a mini Crips. Yes. And, <laughs> but really white. Well, they and will the, be. And there's a yeah, they fight the Hemsworth. And then the Hemsworth, <laughs> there's Liam, Chris, and Luke. Okay. It would be a tag team match because I would be. Amazing! I love when civilians get into physical violence because someone always gets really hurt. I don't know how this is gonna go because, like, I don't have a reference point. I think that I think the Hemsworth brothers are considerably larger. Yes, well, they are. in Russia they actually had a, a couple of these six-on-six MMA events, and they even had this one event that was like took place in like an obstacle course where they had like things you could scale and whatever, and you could just beat the brakes off each other. In honor of, of uh, Nick Jonas possibly dying at the hands of Chris Hemsworth, I'll play uh, Chains <laughs> by Nick Jonas. So Just here's to... the thing. Of them, I think the only one who's actually played an MMA fighter was Nick. Nick was on that show Kingdom. Yes. Oh, yeah. So he has, he has yeah, yeah. And he was actually decent on that. He has some actual MMA training. Yeah. But he, Greg Jackson. Cracked, but he broke his ribs recently on a skateboard. <laughs> Nick's just fucking up. <laughs> So I don't know. Then, Skateboard by Doctor Stoppage. Then you got him versus. Then you got then on the other side. You got Thor, Thor, and Liam's bigger than him. So the, the, I don't. I never. I don't know what Luke Hemsworth does. He seems kind of Luke Hemsworth. He's the smallest. Who the fuck is that? Tiny Hemsworth. He's the, is he's he the, the baby Hemsworth. He's the. Is that like Tiny Tim though? When he's actually really big. <laughs> Luke Hemsworth's an Australian actor. Oh, he's he's old. He's the older one. Of course he is. He is. Um, is he in? Is that is that the same guy? I'm not sure. Because uh, uh, he looks like uh, he looks like the same guy from uh, from uh, Blacklist. I watched one of the detectives from Blacklist, but no, he's not him. Well, well. 
Uh, who are you throwing your money down on? Uh, oh, he was in Westworld. That's what he was in. Oh. Remember the security guard from Westworld? I, I didn't watch Westworld. You didn't watch Westworld? I watched like the first couple episodes. and I, The security guy. I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, the security guy in Westworld. That was him. Okay, that's why I recognize his face. I'm really good with people. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm not. West, I don't Westworld, was, about Westworld was taking too long to get to its fucking point. Yeah. <laughs> well, Westworld, the first two, look, you had the instrumental version of uh, 36 Chambers playing in chat. Like, that was pretty cool. But, like, after the second season, I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, it's, it's like, it. And this is bad because I'm really distractible. But when I'm telling you to take your Ritalin and sit down and write a cohesive plot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the third were, season didn't yeah. make any sense. The third season made zero sense at all. Hey, I have a, I have a whole tangent that go off. So eventually, this needs to end. So I won't, I won't even do that. I'll get uh, angry. And I might. So I got I got my money on the Hemsworth brothers taking all yeah. all three. Well, I'm gonna say so. The Jonas dude who is in um, um Kingdom trained with Greg Jackson, mm-hmm. who like trained you know he was GSP's trainer, um, John Jones, Holly Holmes, so. Maybe he has some legit actual skills, mm-hmm. but it's a Jonas brother. So I, <laughs> he's still only four or five. I still don't know. What that I mean, like, difference. listen, if I measure up to you, that's a problem. How big is Nick yeah. Jonas? Yeah, I think he. I think he's only like. Four, Are we talking about five, five, one? Before, after he is smooth as balls. <laughs> Gets he taller? You're taller. Yeah, exactly. You, you get more. He growth. might be aerodynamic. <laughs> you get more growth when you smooth yeah. your balls. Yeah. <laughs> he says he's five seven. <laughs> Makes them appear bigger on camera. Yeah, if, I mean, because if you're, if you're, I mean, I don't know about the other two, but I mean, they're all tiny. If it looks like the Jonas Brothers are all about the same height, mm-hmm. and like I know Chris Hemsworth, what six is easily six, a six, six five. Like me. no, he's like six. He's like six feet. Really? Yeah, he's not a six, solid six. He's not like six five right? or a weak six. I think he's a solid six if he's Thor. Well, he's not fat Thor in the last six one, three. Okay, okay, he's okay. Six, yeah, three. Not fat Thor. Yeah. <laughs> He's not the fat one. He's, yeah. he's the regular Thor. Which, most of he's six three. He's also like I think a, Danny DeVito could take him. <laughs> four, four one Danny DeVito. <laughs> hey, Danny DeVito should be Wolverine. Just as a, I'm going to throw that out there because I feel like that needs to hit a wider audience. Like Wolverine's a midget of the of like of the mutants. So let yeah. Danny DeVito do it. And so anyway, I started slashing. <laughs> that would be the funniest, funnier die episode. Of anything, like, that'd be amazing. <laughs> if my they vote, did it, I'd be like, "It's true, though." My like, vote would be Sylvester Stallone. AOG. Fucking Professor X. <laughs> I oh, had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> God. Oh my goodness. So, yeah, but I take I take the Hemsworth brothers in all three. Uh, I think that that's just a no-brainer. I think I'm going to go with uh, whoever has the the greater quotient of leg girth at the time of the fight. That's how I pick yeah, my. You, you only pick my leg girth. That's my. That's how I pick my. And my that's MRAs. why you have to use the smoothier balls on your thighs so you can get an accurate measurement. There you go. Yeah. Can't have that I'm hair trying, I'm helping you I love the product placement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else we got going on, Jeff? Well, in the real world of sports, okay. Uh, the Olympics is happening. Is it though? It sure is. Is it though? I'm not sure. But if, but if nobody I watches, does it, it still happen? Yeah. <laughs> if someone shots a put and no one gives a shit. I'm just waiting for the tallies. I feel like it's at the... I you know I, I feel like the, the Olympics at this point is like the NFL combine. Like I can just look at a sheet at the end and see what the results were. 
But here's the thing. Here's where. Here's what I look at the Olympics. I've been watching the Olympics, like on, because Xfinity has this fun thing where you hit a button and you see all the Olympics. Like all, like, is it like the Matrix? Or is it goes, yeah, where it, show, it shows you everything, every event at once. Well, you can watch them all. You can't at watch them all once, at once. Not like, at once. I think I saw. Well, I don't think we're there. Yet. That'd be cool. I don't think we're there yet. Um, but I watched. Yeah, did see something cool. Uh, Philippine, the Philippines, we got their first gold medal ever. It was a woman powerlifter. Yeah. Oh, I saw it. She's a beast. She you should watch that, Joey. Jo- oh, wow. You'd appreciate that. And she, 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 she outlifted the Chinese one. And that Chinese one looked really disappointed because yeah. she knows when she gets home. Oh, that's gonna be. That's she's going to a worker's she's camp. She's the child they left this behind. This is great shame. <laughs> no. no, the real no. There's a, there's two Olympics, and like well, the, at every Olympics there's two of them. There is the Olympics with the events, and then there's the green cards that to see who like defects. It is actually a big thing from like the Eastern oh, European yeah. block, and then like Cuban stuff. That's all Yoel Romero made it over. Like that. Okay, we're not going back there, and I can defect. So we're going to see what the medal count is for that after. <laughs> see who decides they don't want to go home. See who yeah. defects from their their home country. Uh, but yeah, so what else happened in the Olympics, Joe? Uh, so the big news today was that uh, Simone Biles has uh, withdrawn from the Olympics final. She was in the final? She made it to the final? I believe so. Yeah, she said um, originally there were like medical reasons or something, and then She's like, well, I don't feel I'm mentally in the right space. And really what this is is the fact that she's so goddamn good, the Olympics is going to penalize her because she's doing flips and tricks and all this other shit that other gymnasts can't do. They're like, oh, it's too dangerous because they may want to try and do that. So all skill levels matter. Basically, the (laughs) Olympics wants to have participation trophies because if you're stopping, like, the Olympics at the end of the day, who is the best? Yes. And they're yeah. saying, well, you know, you're too best. You're too good. You're too good. You're too how good. does that work? Like, I yeah, don't understand. You, how, what, how, which, which part? So what? That what, the Olympics are racist? No, I mean. <laughs> we didn't land. What were they doing to her? <laughs> specifically. Well, they're penalizing. They're telling her that she can't do certain flips. Yeah. Oh, they penalized. They took points away when they should do yeah. some of them. Oh, that's stupid. It's yeah, see? bullshit. That's how you end up with with, okay. someone, with someone really, really tiny from the middle of Nova Scotia. Yeah, that exactly. Winning the yeah, Olympics. Nova Scotia. Because, yes. I mean... On their basketball team. I, I fully support the, hey, let's let's pay more attention to mental health aspect of things. But at the same time, like, she's been everywhere in the past few weeks leading up to this. She's mm-hmm. been the face of it. And, like, you're out there with your... on your, You're having the goat on your outfit. Like, it's not good optics. <laughs> She is still the greatest of all time, yeah. and, and that, like not disputing that, right? Like if she 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 could retire today and still yeah. be that. Now right? here's the thing: yes, she's not. She's gonna come back and like shit on everyone. Oh, yeah. And like a year or two, when they finally get enough bad press and say, "Listen, we cannot just randomly say we're changing the scoring criteria that we come up with." The scoring part is the part that I think gets kind of buried under the rug with that. It needs yeah. to be more of the forefront. But she didn't even come out and call them out for that. Well, she can't do that yet, right? Because yeah, the Olympics still political. going on, she got to be political about it. Because she still got, she still has to be invited back in four years. Yeah. Um, and she, she goes, she, I mean, does she have to be invited back? Because she could, I mean, basically, you say she's going to force her way up there. Oh yeah, she can win in. Yeah, I'm putting this glove on. We're going right up. Yeah, <laughs> Thanos style. Glove oh, yeah. on, glove on. I'm snapping. Bitch. Yeah, yep, exactly. 
Yeah. Don't I, stop it at the back of the teeth. I, I, I hope that that's more publicized because, like I said, the initial optics for casual observers is not is not great. But it won't be because, again, we, we've had this discussion. When it comes a black athlete doing something, the real reasons behind it always have to be shadowed by something that doesn't make any sense to people. Mm-hmm. Where people go, well, that yeah. did, well, why is LeBron sitting? LeBron's just being a baby sitting out the last five games of the season. Yeah, because he don't want to get hurt because his yeah. team made the playoffs. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah he sat down. His, his job is done. His job's yeah. finished for the year. Let yeah. him sit the fuck down. And then they go, oh, but he he's not a leader. He's not a, no, no motherfucker. He's sitting. Yeah. She's deciding that, hey. And she's still there rooting. She's yeah. not like. These, but, yeah, these sports writers have to have something to talk about. Yeah. Unfortunately, they tend to take it in way. Take yeah, it Stephen places. A. Smith. Oh yeah, he's also a schmuck who comments on um, UFC stuff, and he's like, "I could beat Joe Rogan." I, one of my punches would flatten him, and you're retarded. Um, yeah, one one Joe Rogan punch finished putting that headline yeah, in the back, mean, of the, it's, back it's, of his hands. It's a weird, it's a weird place to be because even like as 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 an athletic competitive person, I struggle with that concept of on the one hand, like you're if you've come up in in sports, there's very much a you know you got to push yourself through tough stuff. No, you got to have mental fortitude and push. That's not true though. I'm just saying that's the, that's what you're, but that's, that's as a competitive it, athlete. That's what you're, that's what our generation was raised with in yeah. terms of sports. I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that's a, that's my belief. I'm saying that's the, that's the draw. That's what we've been kind of coached the whole time. And I think there's, there's some of that's true, but there is a limit. And I think that that limit is a part of where we're trying to understand where where things at now. Mm-hmm. There there is a like because if if everybody quit when it got when it got hard, I mean, well, I think there's a. I mean, again, you have to integrate the scoring aspect of this. She was told do the best, be this, push as hard as you can. Now you're being penalized for pushing that. hard. And I'm not even talking about Simone at this point. Oh, okay. I'm just talking about abstract in general. Because I see where I see where things are going. What was that? What was that? Uh, Naomi Asian, Osaka, Asian girl, yeah. who just Naomi. lost. Mm-hmm. Um, she pulled out of the other one, and and her her reasons were really basically like, "Hey, look, I'm not doing these stupid interviews after 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 <laughs> yeah. the match. I don't care." Mm-hmm. And like, you can either take either let me be brilliant and you can watch it, or you want to interrogate me afterwards, and I'm not going to do it. There you go. Um, it's, it's about that it's, one. That one makes more sense. I. I actually had a bit of an issue with that because it was contractually obligated to do those inter- interviews. Yeah. Don't sign the contract. No, you know, yeah. I sign a waiver when I go fight. You signed up for it. Well, with, with Naomi it Osaka. It is, yes, but sometimes just like take a minute. I mean, I do get both sides, but on the other hand, like I do have issues with signing contracts. I think some of that is, though, is like, okay, well, part of that contract probably doesn't say you have to take this type of questions, and mm-hmm. that media group is known for – Fuckery, yes. yeah, and, and, and that's the problem. But that's also, I think, yeah, I don't blame the person, but maybe you need to have an agent say, "Listen, we are not going to entertain these types of questions." And I mean, then you get that becomes a whole thing. To oh, I'm interviewing X. I can I only ask this, that, or the other thing? But so, and and, and going back to Simone, I just I like there's I think there's there's merit to. There is, it's, there's no, there is a limit on, hey, just because you're an athlete doesn't mean you have to have this hyper competitive mindset that means you have to push through every single hardship that's thrown your way or every single thing. There is a limit where 
if it's not right for you, that's fine. But uh, the, there is, there's not just there, but so there is a ceiling there. But I think we also need to keep in mind there's there is a floor where you can't just go. Well, I don't, I don't like the way this is, so I'm not going to do it because then you would never get some of the amazing part of the reason we we love and watch sports is you see the situations force people into places where they do things that you that you know challenge what's possible that inspire and if without that without that tension there it's meaningless so there is there's kind of this this i think we've always had we've always had the floor before and we've only been interested in the floor and we didn't really weren't really interested in the ceiling but i think i think the the change here is that there there needs that we definitely realize now that there's a ceiling but we need to make sure we don't lose sight of the floor too because i feel like we are in that we're in this era where there's a large tendency to overcorrect. yes yes, yes we are. and so i think the the, the medium here and and, and and that's why context matters but as we all know like 2021 is where club complexity goes to die so <laughs> yeah we want to we want a 10 second sound bite we don't want to actually have a in-depth conversation thought about uh, right. a conversation, even people sit down and think, "Well, what's going on here?" Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like giving a root canal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll, you know, that's one of the things that, you know. Stop relying on optics when you don't know the whole story. There you yep. go. All right, what else you got going on with you? Uh, so uh, there's uh, some people reporting a interesting new side effect of the Pfizer uh, vaccine. Women around the world have taken social media to share claims of a very unexpected side effect after receiving the Pfizer vaccine. Pfizer is one of the two COVID-19 vaccinations available to Australians to inoculate them against the virus. But now, some Twitter and TikTok users across the globe have reported that their boobs have become bigger since receiving their jab. The women claim their breasts and lymph nodes became swollen and enlarged after being vaccinated, prompting many to dub the side effect as a Pfizer boob job. I'm going to need photo verification. I love this song. <laughs> oh my god. So Joey, what you're telling me, my friend, is that COVID is giving us titties to look at. Hey, listen. That's why they gave in, that's why they gave all the shots yep. in the fall in the in the spring. Exactly. You want the summer listen we're, summertime titties. I think we're gonna need to um possibly explore this a little bit more. <laughs> we're probably we're probably gonna need both video and like photo evidence before and after. No yeah, problem. I'm not impressed by this what this skinny chick saying. Yeah. <laughs> what is this Well, they chick gave a skinny you? chick some some no, fat chick boobs. While many social media users are excited by their increased bus size, scientists have warned that the side effect is temporary. Australia, the Department well, of Well, that's Health a killjoy. Has well, listed the so we get back to Pfizer and say you better work on that vaccine. <laughs> Has listed swollen lymph nodes as a less common side effect of the, vac- uh, of the vaccine. However, in the U.S., doctors have said some women had booked in for mammograms after confusing the swelling for signs of cancer. Well, that's uh, this. See, all of a sudden, this gets really dark. 
<laughs> I'm sure hundreds of thousands of women will be affected by this for sure. Dr. Esserman, the director of the University of California, San Francisco's Breast Care Center, told ABC7 Chicago. Ain't nothing wrong with dark titties. All titties matter. All titties matter. All them. And I'll toe that line. <laughs> so, Joey, so so the swelling, so basically it's swelling. If yeah. it's going to go back down, it's just swelling. Yeah. So, so here, here's what you all need to do, okay? While you got them, show them. Yep. If you got That's the it. shot and they're big and they're big and juicy, pull them out. Let somebody see them. Shake them one time for everybody. Are we, not, are we sure this isn't just like people like not, not, checking, not checking their breast size while yeah. they were gaining that COVID weight? So now they're like, oh, this shot gave me big oh, yeah. from the, from Causation the and correlation are not always the same thing. <laughs> so what we need is a control group. And an experiment group, with you know, so we have to run a couple variables here. There we go. The COVID is this could be like the next, like one of one of those like horror movies where people are locked in rooms and shit. Like nah, probably so. the Saw, what Titty Edition? <laughs> saw t- we saw titties. Yes. <laughs> that sounds like a really terrible strip club. Yes. <laughs> Jigsaws, Jigsaws, Playbox. Yes. <laughs> This chick walks in with these swirls on her face. Yeah. Would you like to play a game? Oh, my goodness. And then you have the, was the Brazilian thing from um, The Simpsons with the tassels. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> They're spinning. They're spinning. They like spinning. <laughs> Instead of the spinning rims, they're spinning titties. Spin that's the titties. next best thing. Hey, that's always a good thing. Yep. What, what else we got going on? If you want to follow me into the other room, cut your fucking leg off. <laughs> <laughs> I have to make that choice. <laughs> Here's a rusty saw. <laughs> Why do you sound like this that? This or nipples? Like you want. Oh my goodness! I used to be a dude, but my tits are perfect. <laughs> <laughs> want to come see? <laughs> God, that's a nightmare. That is. That what a nightmare. You're gonna leave with some very confused feelings. That went weird very quickly. Oh my goodness! What else we got going on, Joe? Um, speaking of weird, um. Elon Musk. Yes. Uh, apparently, um, they've been, uh, they've, is, he's, he's having Tesla uh, delete, try to have Tesla delete mean posts about himself. Okay. But, but mean posts are like just Facebook or blogs or, I think, what sort so, of like bullshit they, is this? Apparently, apparently <laughs> Tesla reportedly asked a team of more than 20 employees to scan social media posts to find customer complaints, notably including ones that badmouth Tesla CEO Elon Musk, an unnamed former uh, and an unnamed. Oh, sorry. This is from an unnamed former employee. The company is even trying to get people on social media to delete the mean posts, according to the insider's reporting. It's a strange and heavy-handed approach to cleaning up its reputation online and perhaps indicative of issues that run a lot deeper within the company. Eating therapy, man. What this motherfucker trying to do? Look, oh my god, someone's saying me like homeboy. You're on Joe Rogan smoking pot. Go get another joint and relax. There you go. He just can't. He, well, he hasn't gotten a like Data from Star Trek is having an issue with how people perceive him. <laughs> Come on. The, 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 re, the report aligns with a January job posting for a customer support specialist who is tasked with addressing quote social media escalations directed at the CEO. Escalations. Oh like, wow. That could, that's it's not like when the sharks. I want to speak to the supervisor. Yeah, like what? Well, like, so, like Elon. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I see you in there. 
Hey, ain't no attention to that man behind the mask. <laughs> what so Wizard of Oz so bullshit. He's trying to scrub the internet of all negative pl- negative press. But you can't yeah. do that. Oh, honey. On the internet. True for Yeah, me. like, you realize what the internet was made for? Oh, yeah. After porn, it was for making other people's lives miserable. Yes. The internet was invented so that people could not be happy with who Anything. they are or what yep. they can do. Uh, so if you aren't sexually happy, don't go to the internet. No. Nope. If you aren't happy with your body, don't go to the internet. Mm-hmm. If you are not happy with who you are as a human being, go to the internet and find a human being that's just as sad as you, and then you two can be together, and, and then turn off the internet. And for a dude <laughs> who made his money on the internet, like, he is the internet billionaire generation. Is Oh, like, yeah, he is. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, like, it's... it's the amount of stupidity for someone so smart, like that, that hurts my brain a little bit. It does it hurts explain, my dick. It does explain why he's been curiously quiet during all the Bezos Branson crap. Oh yeah, yep. he has not said a word. He about had a, I actually, um, he had two Instagram posts like "Congratulations and welcome to the club." Hmm. Kind of like when you purchase "Smooth My Balls," you also become part of an exclusive club. <laughs> Love it, man. He gets the show. He gets it. He gets it. <laughs> uh, but yes, it, so what we what we need to do with uh, Elon Musk is very simple. Uh, someone tell him to sit his silly ass down. Yes. Uh, that's all he needs to really do right now. Sit his silly ass down. Let Tesla stock go up a little bit. Make a couple more dollars and go on about your business. Hey, if you could pump Dodgecoin again, like, dude, <laughs> come on. They can help with this pump and dump that and horse shit. They can spend a little more Doge, time. Dodge. Oh, uh, listen, a Dodge, a Dodge is going to make it anywhere because that shit's still driving. Dogecoin? Am I saying that right? I don't Do- know. Right. Dogecoin. Is it Doge? No. It's Doge. Doge? Doge. Like like the Nickelodeon cartoon? Not Doug. Doge. Doug. Doug. Because it's a dog. All right, listen. <laughs> Go pump your bullshit currency and like, <laughs> so like, we, like come so on, man. So we can make some money, I guess. Just, I'm trying. I like to. Like, How about? We actually help these people who got left out in the cold with your solar energy panel crap. Instead yeah. of sa- scouring the internet for, they make fun of me. He has ADHD. <laughs> All right. Oh, is he joining Lucas? <laughs> he said mean things. He I mean, but it's like, it's, it, you know what's funny? And I, maybe this is part of the human aspect. I think sometimes we look at these robot people and we forget that that people is part of that robot word and he is I mean I, I, he has feelings is whatever but like you also realize you spend enough time on the internet it's when the guy's making fun of you like don't say mean things about me ooh <laughs> oh yeah that's when so it like, comes yeah like that's ooh. when that reddit forum opens exactly and listen mean things about Elon Musk and it just starts I am, dropping <laughs> and I am the learned disabled I was an LDGT student when it was called learned disabled gifted and talented like which I would think means I'm I'm normal at least because those two words seem to balance each other out <laughs> like disabled and gifted. It's like is that just means normal? But so I can say I we're allowed to say those things. Um, See the thing like, is I always thought that class was weird. I thought that class was for like they'd say the gifted and talented kids are over there, yeah. and I would always look and go, no, I'm not there. Are they gifted and talented? Yeah, like, like or what are they gifted in? But you know, like, listen, like Elon, like, come on, man, like, if you're this smart, then don't say this stupid shit. I don't know. Whatever. Pretty simple for me. Fuck him. There you go. Fuck him. Making up money. That's how we ended on that. Fuck Fuck him. (laughs) 
I, I don't understand when like you have that much money, you just like can ignore it. The, actually, the funny thing is like the best thing you can do in those situations is just like lean into it. Yeah, yeah. Like okay, like, I'm an asshole. Go too. on Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon has like celebrities read men tweets as a segment. Yes. Yeah. And it's hilarious. Oh yeah, it's always hilarious. And like he all he has to do is go do that once or twice, and people will go like, oh, they'll like him again. Don't go on SNL. And when, like, there's no reason for you to, and expect not to get hammered. And then tell yeah. everybody that uh, cryptocurrency is just bullshit that they made up. <laughs> I know. <it's> <laughs> it fucked up everybody's money. Yeah. <laughs> he, he does that, and then it's like, oh, we're still doing Doug, Doug, Dougie Fresh to the Moon. Or, <laughs> Dougie Fresh to the Moon. <laughs> Let me do the Dougie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else we got going <laughs> on, Joe? Um, so, uh,. We may only have, let me do my math right, 19 years left till, till uh, the collapse of our civilization. And why is it collapsing this time? Uh, well, sustainability researcher Gaia Harrington made headlines when she examined claims from a 1972 MIT study predicting end of civilization and found that we are indeed on track for a collapse around the year 2040. Well, how are they defining collapse? Like, what is this? Like, because I've seen a lot of science fiction movies, and Collapse seems to take on a whole. It could, damn, I'm really bad at this. A whole bunch of different flavors. Like, you have the economic yes. collapse, you have war collapse, you have. There's a hard population limit, so there's so many, so many smooth my balls units can get shipped. Right? <laughs> so get yours today. Yeah, exactly. Before they become a. You know, you want that collector's item, get it on the first gen. <laughs> There you go. So how is he? How's he? How's he saying the, the uh, civilization is going to come? All right. So here's here's what the original scientists um, came up with from the original MIT study. They were worried about combination of resource scarcity and overpopulation. Um, but they accurately guessed resource scarcity would be solved through more innovative resource extraction technology, um, but that leads to more led to more pr- pollution. So, mm-hmm. basically, we're now, now the problem is climate change. Um, so, nothing set in stone, but we're definitely... Is this like a tarot card reading? Where it's the most general fucking statements? So, of course, some of it has to come true? Well, it, it's, the, it's that we're... If nothing changes, it's an it's an inevitability. We mm-hmm. we we have we have we have the opportunity still to, to we have the it. eventual heat death of the universe, and this is something we've got to cope with. Yeah, but <laughs> we're a lot closer to to 2040 than we were in nineteen seventy two. This is true, and, and that's kind year, of the thing is like, hey, we're still yeah. on pace for for the death of our society because of climate change and subsequent like collapse of economics and um. Society, real interesting. Kind of, I get it. And Basically, that, I think what they predicted was idiocracy was going to happen, and, and I think they're saying we're still on track for idiocracy by twenty four. By twenty four, it might come before that shit. We were at twenty. I thought idiocracy took place at twenty three. I mean, I, I don't know, but I'm saying their it was prediction. An film. <laughs> you know, the science fiction they always speed things up. It always happens. That's why, like, all this... If you look at any movie in the 80s, every future sci-fi movie took place in 2000. Yeah. Which is why, if you want to leave yourself a nice-looking corpse 
And it says in your tombstone, he shaved his balls. Get a smooth my balls unit. Be ready for the apocalypse. You can also hand it down to your kids. <laughs> Don't tell them what it is. You can hand it to your kids. Let them discover on their own. I mean, we're at least on track for, you know, people to continue getting, you know, making poor partnerships and more poor ill-advised children and then more ill-advised partnerships, which result in more uh, divorces, much like Dr. Dre and Nicole Young. That was smooth. That was almost as smooth as my balls after using (laughs) my balls. Speaking of which. Yes. Dr. Dre has uh, has some has some bad news delivered to him this week, Joey. He uh, he has been ordered to pay his ex uh, two hundred ninety three thousand three hundred six dollars a month starting on August first. In spousal support. In spousal support. Now this is. Um, if you're divorced, how the fuck are you a spouse? <laughs> ex spousal well, support. Here's the, the, the fun part is until she gets remarried. Or the court says otherwise. Now, this is this is upholding a prenup. Okay, so they had a prenup. That they had. Yo, better call Kanye because he has some words about that shit. <laughs> so they had a prenup, and the prenup, I guess the prenup states, prenups, prenups have time limits. Yeah. Rich people's prenups have time limits. You are not a prenup yeah. that'll have, hey. Uh, the one that we have together? Give me my shoes back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, need, I need those Adidas. I need those Adidas back. When you go, when you when you quit, when you quit this marriage thing, yeah. I need those Adidas back. Um, but his has time limit, so she lasted ten years, mm-hmm. ten or more mm-hmm. years, so she gets a certain. Was the survivor the the marriage edition? Yes. Well, yeah. So she said, um, "Yeah, yeah." The, the <laughs> yeah, thing yeah. was, she actually was trying to get two million per month. Two million? Yes. Oh yeah, we talked about it on the podcast. Well, oh, all right, so hold on, so. She has after after they've been married for a certain X number of years that she's entitled to two hundred three hundred thousand dollars a month. Now, they have, I think their kids are grown if they had kids or whatever. Uh-huh. The fuck, like, look, I definitely get that he grew his empire as they were together, and he is now ridiculously wealthy, and he is not just rich but wealthy. He is generating generational income, and maybe she is entitled. To some of that, but I guess well, I'm trying to think exactly it's how not, influential is she in, in it, his it's success. Not, it's not so much that she's <laughs> she's pursuing that amount, but claiming spousal abuse and years of it, and and long time like like basically she's got PTSD because of the way he treated her. And, and that's true. I, and I say go get every goddamn red penny. Yeah, of course. But, and, but he, and, but he has, he has a history too. And that's the thing yeah. is, he has a history. So it's like I, I'm not, I can't like, I can't be just can't laugh this off. That no, he doesn't look good for him. So he probably actually got off fairly good by that. Yeah, now. for him, he's making. I mean, he'll just sell a couple of headphones, and he's good for that month. So there you go. Oh, that's it, it, see, I don't really know a whole sold bunch all, about this shit. They sold all of them already. He, he sold, sold the beats. All the head, yeah, he sold beats. Remember? Yeah, Apple owns it now. Oh, okay. That's why they're good now, because um, they were kind of garbage before. But um, I mean, he's his net worth is about eight hundred million. Yeah, so uh, you know, and it's someone that he'll be smart and invest his money. And listen, no, then the, the the you know, 
don't beat your wife. I mean, there's there's something you think you should probably teach you at home ec in like middle school or something. Well, the three richest, the four richest rappers, mm-hmm. as of 2020, were Kanye West is number one mm-hmm. at 3.2 billion dollars net worth, Jay Z at one billion dollars, Diddy at 885 Damn. million dollars. Wow. Who has heard from Pete Diddy, Puffy? He just. He just so I feel like I think he created a bunch of businesses. Yeah, yeah. And bad just, boy, bad boy, retired, worth almost a billion dollars. Bad boy. <laughs> I can't think of him without thinking of get him to the Greek anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same. Like when I think of Diddy, I think of him in, as that character. I wonder how much he produces though. He doesn't produce very much. Yeah, like, he just lives off royalties for the most part. Yeah, and Dr. Dre at eight point eight hundred and twenty million. Yeah, yeah, he gonna be okay. Yeah. Now, like his ex wife getting. Three bi- three million of that isn't kind of isn't cutting off a leg, but it is. It's cut- gonna sting. It took it took a pinky finger. Yeah, sort it's- of like when you use this, you're trying to avoid the nip and tuck. There you go. So I mean, he wants to have a clean shave. I feel like though he certainly can. Um, wait, what? <laughs> I feel like he certainly can can. Um, I think he could. Sw- he could be all right. I think his uh, net net income per year. Here's, it's here's, not going to be affected at all. At the end of the day, this. It, it, the thing is, we're looking yeah. at it. Can for, you write that off on his taxes? No, he can't. Uh, I looked that up too. Really? Uh, oh, that's good. Yeah. Here's the thing. We're looking at it from the very broke eyes of people not making that much money. Oh. <laughs> don't. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to make a joke, but like, hold on. Yeah, did honest, you guys? Like, did you guys know that? Uh, that Dr. Dre had a trademark dispute with a gynecologist. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now we're going to say, I don't need, now this needs to be explained. Is that over Pete's by Dre? I, this, is, this, is, this is another article. Passenger by Dre. On this site. I, 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 this is all reported by CelebrityNetWorth.com. So take it for what grain of salt it is. Yeah. Um, but apparently he, uh, in 20, this is May 2018. Um, Dre loses trademark dispute with gynecologist Dr. Dre Dreon M. Birch. Dreon M. Birch. He is Dr. Is Dre. This, is, is there a picture of this schmuck? I don't know. Uh, or any of his work. Dr. Dre, the now trademark alias of Pennsylvania gynecologist Dr. Dreon M. Birch, and recent winner of the long-standing trademark dispute with Dr. Dre, as reported by the BBC. Dr. Dre filed a U.S. trademark complaint against Dr. Dre. In 2015, claiming that the medical Dr. Dre, using such a similar name to sell audio books and personal speaking gifts, <laughs> would be confusing to customers. But the trademark office disagreed, ruling that consumers spending an average of five grand in speaking fees would probably exercise a higher degree of care in their selections and thus would be unlikely to mistake the author of 20 Things You May Not Know About a Vagina with the author of The Chronic. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm funny. just waiting for that one guy who was like, all right, all right, Dre's coming. And, oh, shit, he doesn't have any hoes with him? <laughs> What's this? Is it, this? This is a diagram of the inside of a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm at this conference about these hoes. It was like, like, wow, that's amazing. I love this country. <laughs> these are the type of things that entertain me that once, and he's like, you know what's that internet meme? This thing's going around like, Dr. Dre isn't a doctor. Adele isn't a computer. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh my goodness. Ah, uh, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. Can you imagine like the guy's driving up? You know what? I'm gonna go visit him at his offices. And you know, the reception is like, fuck you want. <laughs> what the fuck you want? <laughs> oh man, we think we'll get out of here, Joey. Okay. I think that's the end of the Dad County podcast. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna do better than that nugget. I, I didn't, could, could, I don't didn't think expect could. to come across that. That was amazing. Oh uh, man, but it has been fun this week, Joey. Have you had a blast? I have. Have you had fun? You have fun this week? I this is I'm highly entertained. Josh, man, we are <laughs> definitely happy to have you on the Dad County podcast. <laughs> And where can they find where can they find CP uh, MMA at, my friend? CPMMA.net. Um, you can find us at Instagram. You can find us on YouTube. I mean, I don't even know some of the sites you might be able to find us on. And I don't probably even want to know. But um, <laughs> yeah, come check us out. Um, yeah, CPMMA.net. Hit us up. You can come. You know, learn how to strangle someone or lease a place to drop your kids off for an hour. You can teach fight them how to me. Beat them. Yep, fight me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Joey, where can they find you at, my friend? Uh, CPMMA on Thursday nights. Let's roll. Um, other than that, let the good times roll. Comedy It'll roll on Instagram and and wherever smooth my balls are sold. <laughs> oh man, no shows coming up, Jim. Uh, August seventh, I will be at the Ugly Mug DC. Ugly Mug, another Black it's Star production? Uh, yes, and hosted by uh, Nick Snow, who was on with us. A few oh, weeks man, ago. my lady Nick Snow, man. I, I I saw a comedian I got to talk to you about when we get off air that, uh, that had me laughing my ass off. Mm. Um, and she's, she's a local comedian, so okay. I think, I think we, have, we might have to try to get her on one time. Um, but I am DJ Marcus, and if you're looking for me to DJ your life, any of your life events, you got a bar mitzvah, you got a birthday party, you got a pool party, you got a got a baby shower, whatever you need a DJ for, funerals? you can always find me. I, I do funerals too because I got awesome. sad songs. Yeah, yeah. But you can find DJ Marcus ready for your DJing needs. And if you want to see me DJing live, come down to the Ha Ha Hole in Fredericksburg. That's right, every Thursday afternoon from four to eight. DJ Marcus spins the records at the Ha Ha Hole, making you laugh and making you dance. A little bit of both every Thursday. I'm having fun, and you should have some time, too. Because you, know you know what you should do down the Ha Ha Hole? Clean it up with a smooth my balls. Because that's right, your Ha Ha Hole always needs to be a little more smooth down that end. I'm DJ Marcus, Joey LaFaro, Candace Saugus, Josh Peters. Again, thank you, sir, for coming in. And we will see you next time on the Die Comedy Podcast. Unintentionally, and you would self-destruct eventually. Now I'm thinking like the mistake I made doesn't hurt.